Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, but this time it's a new era of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. I mentioned to you yesterday, today would be a very special edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast because it's the debut edition of the Locked On Grizzlies YouTube channel. This is the debut show on the new Locked On Grizzlies YouTube channel. If you're a new listener for Locked On Grizzlies or you've been a loyal listener for a while, Thank you for your support either way. You can still get the great content from Locked on Grizzlies wherever you can enjoy your podcast. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app. Wherever you choose to listen to podcasts, the same great content is going to be there in audio form. But this time around, we're looking to enhance and expand and make the overall experience with Locked on Grizzlies more enjoyable by allowing for you to enjoy it on YouTube. So wherever you, wherever you are and wherever you're listening and now wherever you're watching – you can enjoy Locked on Grizzlies however you choose. And also, it expands the opportunity to those who enjoy YouTube as well as the Grizzlies. And you can find myself, Sean Coleman, at StatsSAC on Twitter. I'm a credentialed media member with the Grizzlies. If this is the first time we're interacting, hello. It's a pleasure to see you. The other thing that I could say is, is I've been covering the Grizzlies for over three years, right for them over at Grizzly Bear Blues, but also your host here at Locked On Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day. And that's the other big thing about this. This isn't just a one-time thing. From now on, you're going to get Locked On Grizzlies here on YouTube as well as wherever you find your podcast. I just have one request for you. You see that subscribe button below? Make sure you click on that while you're watching the show. Number one, it lets us know you're enjoying the show. Number two, it allows for us to be able to expand the show so others who enjoy Great Grizzlies content on YouTube can find the show. And the third thing is it just makes the show overall and is enjoyable for everyone as possible. And in today's episode, there's only one man to talk about who would be fitting to start off this new era of the Locked On Grizzlies YouTube channel, and that is John Morant. Last week, he had mentioned he feels he's a top five point guard in the NBA. We're going to explore that. Is that something that makes sense this season? It obviously probably starts to make a bit of a bit more sense when you consider the future and why this past season you may have gotten a more of a glimpse than you thought you did as to why John Morant could be a top five point guard in the league for years to come. But before we get started, we've got to make sure that we honor this debut episode with the right introduction. And I think I have one in mind. Here we go. Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I'm man enough to admit while the introduction was going on due to the great music that was going on. And I did dance a little bit. Don't want to have to subject y'all to that, but I did dance a little bit. We're in the mood, man. It's an exciting time. Don't forget, obviously, when you go to listen to the Locked on Grizzlies podcast, make sure you listen, subscribe, review to the podcast feed. Let us know what you think of the show. We always want to provide content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. And another thing I want to thank you for, not only because you listen to Locked on Grizzlies and you're watching this show on YouTube, Make it Locked on Grizzlies your first listen of the day 
is an honor. But for your second listen of the day, check out the Locked On NBA podcast. So many different things going on with the NBA right now with media days this past week, as well as training camps going on. Plenty of big news stories with some bigger names across the league that still need to get things hashed out before the season starts. Locked On NBA has got you covered on all things NBA when it comes to the Locked On Podcast Network. So John Morant, you know, last week, you know, in, you know, leading up to training camp as well as media days and all that, plenty of fun lists came out talking about award winner projections, win projections, you know, who's going to win the NBA finals, be in the conference finals, all that great stuff. But something that we all look forward to is the publications of the top 100 players in any specific upcoming season around training camp time. And we got that last week from both Sports Illustrated and ESPN's NBA rank list. And John Morant ranked 25 in the NBA ESPN rank list and 31 in Sports Illustrated's top 100 list. And I thought, as said it then, I think that is a very reasonable spot for John Morant to be ranked in terms of all of the players in the NBA. There are very few players at as young of an age as John Morant has done it being the number one option on a team that has exceeded expectations for two straight years, including making the playoffs in this new generation of the Grizzlies faster than anybody could have predicted. And that really is a credit to Ja Morant. But last week, Ja Morant also did an interview with Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. And so there were some definitely some great opinions from Ja that stood out. But one thing that really stood out was that Michael Scotto asked Ja where does he rank himself among the top five point guards in the NBA right now? And Jaw didn't hesitate. Top five. I'm top five. That's what John Morant told Michael Scotto. And then he expanded on that a bit in stating that he feels the top five point guards in the NBA right now are him, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, as well as Russell Westbrook. Now, when you think of the NBA this season, this upcoming season, I feel it fair to say, that those four point guards, those are the first four names, maybe the first, you know, four of the first five or six names you think of when it comes to the league's best point guards right now. And it's amazing to see, right? They're all in their 30s. They're all theoretically past their primes, but they're all still performing at elite level. Steph Curry, the best shooter in NBA history. Damian Lillard, the the, the um, best one of the best success stories in NBA history. Chris Paul, one of the best traditional point guards in NBA history, and obviously Russell Westbrook, one of the most statistically productive point guards in NBA history. All of these players are NBA legends. All of these players are future Hall of Famers. All of them are all-time greats still performing at high levels. But that's the golden generation of point guard. And that's been the play, that's been in place now for over a decade. I think you could throw Kyle Lowry into that. I think that you could throw Mike Conley, former Grizzly, who's coming off his first all-star year. You can throw him into that equation as well. But the exciting thing about next year is while you still have that generation of point guards, you know, performing at high levels, you also have this new layer of point guards coming in as well. This under 25 level, you've got Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Jaw, LaMelo Ball, De'Aaron Fox, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, all excellent players, all emerging as team leaders for franchises that hope to reach new heights with these players. That's what's exciting about this year. You've got two generations of exceptionally talented point guards that have so much depth and for the young core have so much potential and obviously for the older generation still have much to prove. So among all those point guards, 
Can you say with confidence that John Moran is a top five point guard in the NBA right now, this season? That's subjective. I can see it either way, and I'm sure there's valid reasons to support either way. But the one opinion that matters when it comes to whether John Morant is a top five point guard in the NBA right now is Jaws. And that's a reason why in time, and even starting this year, there is a good chance Jaws is going to convince many more that already that may not be convinced right now that he is going to be a top five point guard in the NBA for years to come. It's that mindset right there. In the same interview with Hoops Hype, John Morant was asked what his goals for this season were. He wants to be an all-star. He wants to make an all-NBA team. What's the goals for his career? He wants to make multiple all-star teams, multiple NBA teams, all-NBA teams, be an MVP, be an NBA champion. And that right there is the biggest reason why Jaw has it. Jaw has the mentality, the persona, the focus that the greats do have, the ones that feel that they are doing all that they can at any point in time to be the best version of themselves they possibly can. And John Morant will tell you that's exactly what he's trying to do. His best, he feels that he wants to be aggressive at all times, not only on the court, but in pursuit of being the best version of himself at all times. And he's clearly shown through his first two years in the league, the best version of himself certainly could be a top five point guard in the NBA at some point this season. Maybe not at the start of the season. I feel that it's fair to say he may not be there in the minds of many right now, but he has every opportunity this year to start getting in that most improved player conversation, to start getting into an all-star conversation, maybe even making a push for an all-NBA consideration. And if Jaw does that, he'll certainly start putting together a resume that will at least put him in the conversation of being a top five point guard as this season progresses. But while it may not be as easy to convince some that John Morant is a top five point guard in the league right now, I think it becomes much easier for many to consider a jaw a top five point guard when you shift the focus from this year to the future. Whether it's the top 25 point guard or the top five point guards under 25, the top five point guards of the future, or the top five point guards you'd like to start your team with going forward. I feel John Morant clearly is in that type of top five from that perspective. And a reason why is because he has shown in his first two years in the league, there clearly is an aspect of him that separates him from his peers. I'll detail that aspect in just a moment. Before I do that, though, I want to remind you that, listen, we can give out lists all the time of our top five options here and our top five options there. But I can say with confidence there's only one option if you're looking to hire the right employees for your company, and that's Indeed. General managers ask questions to find the right players in the NBA all the time. Do they have ice in their veins? When you're hiring, you can use Indeed assessments to, assessments to make sure you find candidates with the skills that you need. With Indeed assessments, the assessments, the main thing for you to do is use all the tools that Indeed has in place. Then what you can do is you can use attract, interview, and hire all through Indeed for you to attract, interview, and hire the best employees possible. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all your hiring in one place 
even when it comes to interviewing. With Indeed Assessments, choose from 135 skills tests to help make sure you're finding applications from people with skills you need. According to TalentNest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Join the, join the more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Use Indeed today. Now, listen, if, if your only option when it comes to potentially finding employees for your job is Indeed, that's fine. But if you'd like to get back to making lists, I can tell you one fun way to make lists is choosing the best flavors from one of the best snacks out there for you to make a part of your day. And that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best protein bar out there. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Have it in the morning for breakfast. Have it in the afternoon as a snack. Whenever you choose to enjoy Built Bar, it's going to make your day better. It tastes great. Healthy benefits. It allows for you to be able to make the most of your day. And if you go to Built.com right now, you put in the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Not only that, over 18 different flavors to choose from. Go to Built.com right now, choose your top five flavors, order them, put in the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Once again, we want to thank you for making Locked on Grizzlies your first listen of the day. But don't forget it's Friday. And for the next several months, the exciting thing about Friday is that, yes, we have football on the weekend, college football on Saturdays, NFL on Sundays, and whoever you cheer for, especially here in the Mid-South, where there's so many different fans for so many different teams, whoever you choose for on your college football side of things or on your NFL side of things, the Locked On Podcast Network has a show more than likely for the team that you cheer for. Make sure to find the podcast show that covers your favorite teams when it comes to football as your second listen of the day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So John Morant, Top five point guard. Again, the only opinion that really matters whether or not Ja Morant is a top five point guard is his own. And he thinks that he is. But I can understand if some may not share that opinion for next year, especially coming off last year, you know, coming into this year. Certainly there's plenty of, you know, significant talents at the point guard position. I get it if you don't share that same opinion. However, I do think that there's a stronger case to be made for John Morant to be among the top five point guards in the league when we shift our perspective from now to the future. Whether you want to label it the top five point guards under 25, whether you want to label it the point guards of the future, whether you want to label it the point guards you want to start your team with, John Morant is clearly in the conversation as a top five point guard from any of those perspectives. Now, I'll be honest, when it comes to his peers, there are a few players that just right now are clearly above John Morant. Let's be honest. When it comes to Luka Doncic, when it comes to Trey Young, both of those players individually have played at a higher level than Jaw, and both of those players individually at young ages like Jaw is, they have been the number one options on teams that have gotten farther in the playoffs, that have performed better in the playoffs. And that's fine. You're talking about two generational talents in Luka Doncic and Trey Young. But when it comes to the rest of Jaws peers, the rest of these point guards that are under 25, names like LaMelo Ball, De'Aaron Fox, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Darius Garland, and others, and some of them may be 25 this season. But the point is, is that when you start talking about any point guards under 25 in the league, not named Luka Doncic, not named Trey Young, I think that John Morant, for that number three spot on the list of point guards for the future, 
I think he clearly had, is in the conversation when it comes to being that third guy on that list. And the reason why is because of this. Many, when they start comparing players, they're going to look at the individual statistics. And I'll admit, coming off last year, if you compare Jaw to De'Aaron Fox, if you compare Jaw to Shea Gildress Alexander, maybe in some respects, even if you compare him to Darius Garland, Jaw may not look as impressive as those guys in terms of individual statistics. But I do feel that he's a close enough comparison for another aspect of things to start to separate Jaw. And that is the fact that him being the number one option on the Grizzlies at his age and the Grizzlies having the success that they have had, exceeding expectations in Jaw's first two seasons in the NBA, that's something that is rare when it comes to current NBA players. And besides Luca and besides Trey, there's not another young point guard in Jaw's age range among his peers who have done that to the level that Jaw has. So I get it if you're talking about comparing Jaw to these other young players. You may feel that a few of these other players that I just mentioned may be better than Jaw right now because they have better individual statistics. But when you combine the individual statistics and you combine the success of making the most of being the number one option on the team that they play for and leading that team to success, unexpected success, Jaws done it to a level that f few other current NBA players have done. And the only ones that have done it besides Jaw at his age, under 25 right now, are Luca and Trey. And again, you can come back and say, well, maybe it's because the Grizzlies just have a better roster than these other teams. And I get that. But it also should not take away from the fact that numbers certainly suggest the reason why the Grizzlies may appear to have a better roster is because the players that play with y'all regularly, the other rotation players, Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks, Jonas Valanciunas before he left, those among others, each of those players play far better offensively with y'all on the court than they do with him off of it. And that stands out as to the to validate the understanding that Ja clearly is one of the best in his age group at making his teammates better. Now, I get that Jaw needs to improve his shooting. I get that Jaw needs to improve his defense. But while those are areas of improvement, and some may view those as negatives, I'll counter that by saying this. If it's clear that Jaw Morant has those two areas to work on, just think about when he starts improving in those areas. You're taking what he's already given you from an individual statistical standpoint, and what he's already given you in terms of elevating the Grizzlies to a level many did not expect for them to be this soon into John Morant's career, you've got all that plus clear room for him to grow, significant room for him to grow. So if Jaw's done all that he's already done to the great level that he's done it, but yet he still has so much more area to improve, that should show you just how talented John Morant can potentially be and obviously strengthening the case that for years to come, he'll be a top five point guard. But yes, while Jaw certainly does have plenty of room to grow in terms of his game, I think that there was a bigger glimpse as to what Jaw could be as the best version of himself from this past season than some may be giving him credit for. We saw many instances in which Jaw performed like a top five point guard in the league. He played to the level of a top five point guard in the league. And that only got more consistent 
as the stage got bigger, as the lights got brighter for Jaw, I'll explain in just a moment. So listen, we're all the time talking about, you know, when it comes to football, when it comes to different things to bet on, what, how much confidence do you have? Well, while you may have confidence on different sports and on different games, when it comes to wagering and betting on those games and on your favorite teams, I can tell you with confidence that the number one option for you to choose when it comes to those bets is betonline.ag. And not only the fact that it's the number one option, it comes with a new updated site and interface. And for pro and college football season, there could not be a more opportune time. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. Don't forget to visit BetOnline.ag today. Next week, really excited to get things going here, obviously, on the new Locked On Grizzlies YouTube channel. But also, when it comes to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, we're going to start our player preview series. Obviously, looking at all the significant players that will play a big role for the Grizzlies this season. How can they improve? How can they take that next step individually? And the more players that do that, how can that lead to the Grizzlies taking the next step as a team. All that starting next week, leading you up to through the preseason and leading you up to the season here on the Locked on Grizzlies YouTube channel and the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. So we talked about Jaw in terms of being a top five point guard. Maybe it's a bit harder case for some to make it. He's a top five point guard right now going into this season. It becomes a lot easier when you start talking about the top five point guards of the future or the top five point guards under the age of 25. But I want to turn back the clock to last year and really spotlight why we we all may have gotten a bigger glimpse as to what a top five version of what as to what version of Jaw clearly is a top five point guard in the league. Now obviously he struggled with his shooting for much of the season. But as we got into March, we started to see Jaw dominate. We started to see Jaw become the elite scorer when he needed to be. Several times in the month of March, Jaw exceeded 30 points. I think if my math is correct, through the end of March last year, Jaw Morant had scored 30 or more points seven or eight times in his career. Five or six of those times were in the month of March last season. And they came on the biggest stages against the Bucks, against the Nuggets, against the Jazz when the Grizzlies played them three times in five games. On those stages, against the NBA's best is when Jaw stepped up and delivered. But then when the Grizzlies themselves played their best basketball, Jaw Morant took a step back because he realized that it was the other players playing at an elite level. And so he took a, himself, himself, he took a step back himself, allowed those players to play great because that was what was best for the team. And the end result was the Grizzlies having a top five offense in the month of April, being a top five three-point shooting team in the month of April, and arguably having their best offensive month in franchise history. But it was just through the first 20 days of April where Jaw took that step back. If you remember in March, he was really showing out as far as being an elite scorer, stepping up the consistency of being an elite scorer, of being a go-to scorer against the NBA's best. But for the Grizzlies, they lost several of those games. 
Well, then it was the other players that started to step up in April, and Jaw took a step back in a supporting role to let those other players really shine. Well, through those different evolutions that the Grizzlies went through in a short amount of time, as they were really improving for the stretch run of last season, that's when Jaw took a step back and really became a player that can both be an elite scorer and an elite playmaker. But not only that, he became smarter at knowing when to utilize which skill. One game, he would do a great job supporting his teammates, who were the reason why the Grizzlies were playing so well offensively. In another game, it was him taking over. But when we look back at March, and the Grizzlies were losing several of those games where Jaw was scoring quite a bit, then we go through April where the rest of the team stepped up. By the end of April, the Grizzlies started playing harder competition again. They needed Jaw to step up and be that elite scorer due to the competition. But now, because of the success the rest of the roster had had, a lot due to Jaw's support in early April, the rest of the roster was able to do it as well. But the even bigger thing is this. So we go through that month of April where Jaw really start to, to, starts to display that at one time he could be an elite scorer and at another time he could be an elite you know, playmaker and supporting cast member for other players to step up. We go through that in April. One game, he's one version of himself. The other game, he's another version. But when we get through the season and then we get to the play-in game against Steph Curry in Oakland, that's when Jaw starts being able to do both things in the same game. Being a late, in the, an elite playmaker for a stretch of time in one game and then coming back for another stretch in the same game and being an elite scorer. That's the evolution that we saw with John Morant. On the biggest stage in that play-in game that the Grizzlies had been in in over four years, John Morant looked like he was the best player on the court, including times he was on the court with Steph Curry. And then going into the playoffs against the best team in the NBA, John Morant not only becomes the youngest player to ever produce 150 or more points and 40 or more assists in the first five playoff games of his career. He averages 30 points and eight assists per night. So you go from Jaw at the end of March being a more consistent elite scorer. You go through April where he takes a step back and supports his teammates who are playing great. And then you go into late April, Jaw starts scoring again at a high level, but he does it in an effective way that this time around is starting to lead to wins against better competition. And because of all those experiences, because of all that progression and all that growth from a young team and from a young player like Jaw, it led to him showing he could play at a top five point guard level when he needs to in that play in the game against Golden State and the playoffs against Utah. Well, now the key is to take what he did in the play-in game and the playoffs and stretch it over a long period of time this season. We saw Jaw do it in the first two games of last year. He had 44 points and nine assists against San Antonio, 28 points and I believe 12 assists against Atlanta. Then he hurt his ankle. And that probably played a role in Jaw's struggles in January and February and March last year, getting his ankle ready to go. But when he was back to health again, on the brightest stage, on the biggest stage that he has been on in his career or the Grizzlies have been on in this gener in this version of themselves, that's when Jaw truly played like a top five point guard. And it's because of his ability 
to either become an elite playmaker or an elite scorer, and knowing which one is more effective than the other in certain parts of games, that is the evolution that we saw from John Morant last year. And while it may not seem there were that many occurrences of when it occurred, it's how often they occurred on the biggest stages that really mattered. So this year, if Jaw at full health, we've seen clips from training camp where his shot seems to have progressed even more this offseason. If Jaw can take what he did in that play-in game, and Jaw can take what he did in the playoffs, and this year he can expand the ability to play to that level over a 10-game stretch, over a month stretch, perhaps over a six- or eight-week stretch. If John Morant can do that, that's when we start talking about John Morant truly taking that next step. John Morant showing his superstar potential. John Morant playing over an extended period of time like a top-five point guard. And that is exactly what John Morant expects out of himself this season, and I fully believe is a logical expectation for Jaw this season, is for him to play over a long stretch like he did in the play-in game and playoffs last year. And when Jaw plays at that level, it becomes really, really hard to deny that he's playing like a top-five point guard in the NBA. So whether you want to acknowledge that Jaw is a top-five point guard in the NBA going into next year, or you just want to acknowledge that he may be a top five point guard in the league into the future, it's hard to deny that John Morant is building an extensive resume that makes him a clear candidate to be a top five point guard in the league for years to come. And like I mentioned, there is a bigger sample size of him playing in that level than you might think if you really go back to last year and pay attention. The key now for Jaw is to take the flashes that he showed last year and make it his consistent base. Make the trend from last year become the expected outcome in many games this year, and that's how many will be convinced further that John Morant truly is a top-five point guard in the NBA moving forward. It's going to be exciting for the Grizzlies this year. Training camp already is exciting. Preseason games start next week. A lot of excitement is in the air. And we're joining with all of you with the fact that a new era of Locked On Grizzlies is here. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for joining us for this debut episode of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast YouTube channel. Obviously, you can find the podcast still at Locked On Grizzlies on Twitter, Locked On Grizz on Twitter, myself at StatsSAC, the podcast wherever it's available, and obviously now on YouTube. Just again, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It's been a pleasure. Go Grizzlies. Enjoy your weekend. And don't forget, starting next week, even though games won't count for another few weeks, starting next week, we have at least seven months of Grizzlies basketball to look forward to you. And we'll help, we will be here with you at Locked on Grizzlies every single chance we can get. We'll be happy to be along for the ride. Have a great weekend. Go Grizzlies. A great show to start off the YouTube era of Locked on Grizzlies. Excited. We'll talk to you again soon.